0: Hello and welcome back to the Great British Bake Off. No, not really. Welcome back to Naked Attraction. No, not really. Welcome back to Fall Apart process and being a big. Um, I hope you're all having a great week. Um, it's actually Sunday. I know me recording on a Sunday, but you know, I do it when I can around all my multiple jobs that are, you know, going on because because my like ADHD I like different Work. I like different jobs and stuff. Like, the whole concept of like a Monday nine to five job, I just couldn't. I just couldn't really do like office job. I'd be so bored and yeah, couldn't do it. So here we are on a Sunday, recording a new episode. Um, what have I been up to? So it was bank holiday, Easter bank holiday. I actually got time to uh, have a bit of time off work, and I managed to go back to Mansfield. You know, big up Manny manatee. Um, so I got back to Mansfield. I had physio because my knees been playing up again, so it was good just to go back to my physio that I trust in Mansfield, and she's great. Um, and also see my family. Oh, it was so nice to see my family. I haven't seen them since like Christmas, so it was nice to go and spend some proper time with them and everything. Oh, I'm just hiccuping. Um, it was nice to just just chill and be back. It was lovely, and obviously see my favourite my dog Oscar. He's very good, bless him, and he loves it when I'm back and I love being back with him. Um, also that weekend was a little bit difficult, um, because when I got home I was like, you know, looking for this really chilled, nice weekend where I can just, you know, really relax and just, you know, be back with my parents so you you know, you can just chill and not be having to do everything for yourself as such. Um, but that wasn't the case unfortunately. So, um, my dad um, is a bit ill again, um, so he suffers a lot with mental health. I would really, really like to change the stigma around this because, um, you know, if you tell people this about a family member or a loved one, people tend to assume what they're like um, and actually, there is a lot, yeah, there's a lot of stigma and my dad, so he Um, suffers with bipolar and schizophrenia and he has manic episodes um so he doesn't really know that he's having the manic episode he just but he is never a danger to anyone he is usually um he usually more switches off so he won't say anything he doesn't really do anything bad he just switches off and is very quiet or says you know certain things that he feels very paranoid about um but it's quite difficult when, you know, you come home for a weekend, you're like, oh, it's just nice to chill. And then that happens and you think, right, OK, I'm going to have to be the parent now. And try and help him and get him better. Because the thing is, my dad doesn't always trust other people. But I know that he does trust me because, you know, I suffer with mental health. So a lot of the time there's a mutual understanding there. Um, so, yeah, but he ended up did... Feeling better, like, by seeing me and, you know, we did some nice things together. We went to Matlock and took the dog, got a proper chippy, chips, cheese and gravy. Um, and, yeah, so I did what I could while I was there. Do I think he needs to go to the hospital? No, no. he, He's very good at managing himself Um, to the point, like, people hear those words and they think, oh, he's probably shouting crazy things and doing no he's not doing anything if anything he shuts down and he doesn't say anything um he just needs a mental health team that you know when he's having these episodes they monitor him and you know just have give him a bit therapy and just check in once a week that's all he needs um whereas what ends up happening is he gets ill again um this is like the start of it and then he gets worse because he's not been seen by anyone yet. And then he ends up going into a hospital. But he doesn't actually need to go into a hospital. Because he's no danger to anyone and or himself. He just needs, you know, proper care and attention. Like, like if someone has diabetes, they don't just go and see the doctor once. And then they don't see him again. And they just say, there you go, you've got your insulin, Good goodbye. Like, he just needs someone and, you know... It's really frustrating, actually, because there's not many services out there for this sort of situation. So I was like ringing up Mind. I was ringing up like all the different charities like for mental health to be like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, where can we get help? Even if it's private, you know, he just needs someone to talk to and monitor him. That's it. But unfortunately, um, their answers were not helpful, they didn't have anywhere to send me. So, I mean, he's still okay at the minute, we're hopefully um, going through the uh, doctors, the GP, um, and fingers crossed that it doesn't get bad again, Um, and he starts looking after himself, and, you know, all I can do is be there for him when I can, you know, and there we are. So, whilst I was up in Manitia, I took a cheeky trip to Birmingham. I went to Birmingham, I went to me, um, Birmingham's not my best accent, I'm not gonna lie. Um, to see a guy that I've been dating um, that seems to be going really well. Um, I met him, he cooked me dinner, and we went out with his friends to a shisha bar, um, which was really cool. His friends were absolutely lovely. And then we we tried to go to Pop World, but then, because we both have a very similar taste in music, which is, like, Whitney Houston, you know, Madonna, like, all the tunes that you can proper dance to. Um, Like, even before we went out to the Shisha place, we had the tunes on and we were boogieing together. Like, it's really good vibes, you know, so we tried to go to Pop World, but... Pop word was £7 and they only had 15 minutes left. And we were like, we're not paying that. We're not doing that. That's silly. Um, so we were going to go somewhere else. And then we just went, you know what? We're just going to walk home. And Birmingham is great. Like I've been out on a night out before in Birmingham. But it was so nice to go back. And actually, I love how everything is in walking distance. Like I miss that about London. Like London's all right. You go to one club, but you do pretty much have to stick there. Because otherwise, it's so far to get somewhere else and so expensive. But Birmingham, you could just do like, a little jump. Jumperoo, and that's what I'm used to, you know, being from Midlands up north. Like, you can go from one club to another, you can walk everywhere, it's great. So, Birmingham, it was good, it was great. Oh, beach! So, this week was a bit like chaotic, um, actually, for me because obviously, with my dad being ill, I um, wanted to make sure I spent more time with him, um, and didn't rush back coming down to London. So, I managed luckily to um swap some shifts round thank you to the people at the dog place you were absolutely brilliant um and it just meant that i could you know spend a bit more time around my dad and just you know not feel like i was abandoning him and you know just do what i could whilst i was there rather than what i usually do is you know nip up and rush back down because i've got to get back to work so yeah that was good that i managed to do that Um, I've had some very exciting news come in this week, uh, which I will be announcing later on when it's all going in motion. But yeah, got some exciting news coming to you guys. Um, And yeah, um, my dating life. Let's go back to that, shall we? Um, Dating life for once, for bloody once, seems, seems, I don't want to jinx anything on here. Touching wood, touching so much. You hear that? I'm touching wood. Um, I don't want to jinx it, but I am talking to one person, putting my energy into one person, and this person really does seem to make my heart smile. So, um, yeah, things seem to be going good for once. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to go too much more into it, but he's got the banter. He can keep up with my banter. Um, he's got good moves. He, yeah, he's just a really lovely person and obviously fit. So, uh all good in the hood. Oh, beach. So I've mainly been working as usual. um. But I actually went to see the great British Break Off The Musical yesterday. And oh my god, it did not disappoint. If you haven't seen it, I would totally recommend going. Like don't expect it to be something professionally like 42nd Street chorus line, you know, pristine musical theatre. But it is pure British comedy. Like, I flipping loved it. I was giggling all the way through. I even, like, got really sad because there's, like, some really heartfelt moments as well. But it is... I was really like, oh, they make a musical out of everything, don't they? And actually, guys, really recommend it. Really enjoyed it. In fact, let me just play you a little snippet of, like, what, one of my favourite songs. So this is... um babs one of the characters i think she's from like macclesfield and it's so funny because all the characters like um gemma from blackpool and they just really delved into the british humor and it's just brilliant so here's a bit of the song blue-eyed baker since shivers down my spine that blue-eyed baker truly sublime imagine us instantly eating manga's and mash to the ivy and be splashing his cash that blue eyed baker he's handy with a spoon that blue eyed baker no woman is immune i know i'm being silly and it never could be so there'll be no blue eyed baker for me i just i had to play you a bit i just bloody love it that's like only the little a little snippet a little cheeky bit um because this song when she the the performer that did this was cracking and they absolutely smashed it they gave everything they had and i'm not going to lie everyone was like oh ah, yeah like at the end because oh it was bloody brilliant and i hope that great british bake off the musical comes back in thirty years, when I can play Babs, because I'm I'm here for that role. That that is my me to a cup of tea, like just funny and yeah, it was just brilliant. The people playing like, because obviously they've not done it exactly like Paul Hollywood. It's like Phil hauling or something like that, and the guy playing him really has the same energy as Paul Hollywood. It's so good, and there's Pam and. Oh, honestly, the cast, congrats to you, because it is so good. It's really it's really an actor's musical with British humour. Um, it's not about the choreo. It's not about the vocals. It's about the content, and the content is bloody brilliant. Go and see it. I got a Rush ticket. Um, not that I want to tell you all about Rush tickets, because then there won't be any left for me. But Rush ticket, go and see it. Um, yeah. Great British Bake Off the Musical. Oh, bitch. So last night I had a cheeky night out. Who knew Piccadilly line is now 24 hours on a Friday and Saturday. Well, thank you TfL. Thank you cuz fuck me get like I love living in Ealing. It's so nice. It's so residential. There's lots of parks. You don't have to go in central to need the shops. We're so close to Westfield like and Heathrow like I just love Ealing. And um, I was always like, oh, the only problem is when you go out in Central on a night out, you just can't get home. And I'm not paying for a bastard in Uber, like 30 quid. Um, but the, the Tubes, they're running 24 hours. I loved it. I got back on the Tube. It was great. I had a little walk from Dorfield, sobered up. It was lovely. So it was my friend Kofi's birthday. Shout out to Kofi. You're getting old, bitch. Um, but yeah, I, had, we, I went to his flat um, ...which overlooked the O2... ...pretty nice, lovely flat... ...had some pre-drinks as we do... ...played some games as we do... Um, ...then we went to GAY in Soho... ...got interviewed by this random woman... ...for Instagram... Um, ...not really sure what we said... ...I was a little bit waved so you know... Um, ...and then yeah got our bands in GAY... ...to go to heaven... ...right... ...I don't know if I've told you about heaven before... I'm not a fan, I'm really not a fan because they discriminate against people who come in so you have to look a certain way, if you don't look a certain way they won't let you in and I'm just like, I don't, I just don't understand that, like there shouldn't be anywhere that would say people can't come in, if you're a paying customer like, yeah, but you know, anyway because it was Kofi's birthday and because we'd got the um, wristband for cheap entry, I was like, fine, I'll go in because it's his birthday and the night tubes are running. I'll go, I'll go. Had a good boogie. Had a good time. It's all, it's all about spending good time with your mates, innit? Um, got home about half one. Went to bed about two. Feeling fresh. Had a lovely lie and it was nice. Um, drank my gin, black currant and water. Didn't even buy a drink while I was out because we had pre-drinks, so I was all good. And yeah had a cracking night out, come, come on London, doing bits, so yeah. Oh, beach, so today, I so I said it's Sunday, today I did another honour party, haven't done a kids party in a while actually, but it was so good, it felt so good to, you know, go and just do a children's party again, because it is magical, it is lovely, the kids are just, you know, the, the birthday chart was really sweet and, um, obviously very happy as soon as I walked in she was like oh my god princess Anna!" like oh it's just very magical it's just lovely the parents really appreciate it the kids are really happy so you know it makes the job really enjoyable and sometimes you know just singing let it go shoving that snow machine on and everyone's like what like just yeah it's just very pleasing just to know that yes you know it's a good job um but also it reminded me of some stories from past children's parties that have happened. So these are a couple that have happened to me and some to others. I'm not going to say what companies because I work for multiple companies, but this is just a children's party um, little section. I probably need to come up with a name with it, but yeah. It's the children's parties, children's parties. I'm telling you all the stories. There you go. Um, So this is a story um so obviously as a children's party entertainer you have to have all the costumes um as you know the princesses or the superheroes whoever you're dressing up as and let's just say kids parties usually they'll have food at some point now they have food at some point and let's be real kids are messy as fuck so the food goes everywhere yeah and and often the parents are like do you want some food and i'm like no i've seen your kid just put put his bloody finger up his nose and then put his finger in that popcorn and I'm all right for it, thanks, Doug. Um, however, there was a time when there was an entertainer who had a, who was wearing the bell dress. The bell dress as in the gold one, the huge, big dress, and you have like an underskirt for it. It's fucking massive. It's hard to get through as well sometimes if the space is really small. You're like, guys, I'm in a huge dress. Please let me through. Um... However, there was an entertainer that um, wouldn't, because th- let's be real, these costumes can't be washed hand- like just by shoving them in the washing machine either. So they have to be properly dry cleaned or, you know, majority of the time we just Febreze them because it's usually just the same person wearing them. Um, and there was a time when someone I know had found a chicken goujon in their bell dress that had been there for a long time, like a couple of weeks. So I'm talking, they'd done this party, there was a chicken goujon on the floor, it had collected into the dress. (laughs) And it had been there for weeks, a chicken (laughs) goujon. Let me tell you, it it weren't a chicken goujon after that and it could probably put you off having chicken goujons, but yeah, imagine going to your bell dress and being like, what is this? Chicken goujon. Save it for later. I think that's uh, taking it a bit too far of saving it for later. But yeah, there's one little story for you. So I once did a party. And um, let's be real. So these a lot of the time these parents... You know what? It's a mix of parents. Sometimes it's people that have really saved up the money and want to give their kid the best party. Sometimes it's people who've got so much money to spend that they just splash everything. Um, so I went to this one party that was hosted at the house. The house was fucking massive i'm talking like two sets of stairs you know um and they basically got a bouncy castle in the garden they've got a inflatable slide in the garden they've got this pizza oven van come to make customized pizzas for everyone and um and obviously they've hired me as well an entertainer who we ain't cheap let me tell you and um so the family was indian and after the party, they were like, "Do you want some pizza? We can get you a pizza from, you know, the one that's getting made, handmade by a main chef just over there." And I was like, "I'd love a pizza," because, um, like I said, usually I don't take it because I can see the kids have all gone out. But this was fresh, so I was like, "I'm not going to turn down a full-on pizza," you know? It's like it's like turning down a free Franco Manco. Not going to do that. Um, and then he was like, "Oh, we've got some of these slices if you want that." Before whilst yours is cooking. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll try them. Right, I tried them. And um, basically, at this party, the um, majority of the women were the children and there was a whole table of the men and they had all sat there. Um, I don't really know what they were doing, they were just entertaining themselves. However, they had got out the hottest chilli um, in the world um, and asked for it on their pizzas, right? And uh, what slice of pizza did I just happen to get? Happened to get? Happened to get? The one with the fucking chili on dinner. I took one bite, one bite, I kid you not. And I wanted to die. Like, my, my mouth was numb. My throat, it was burning, everything. And I was like, oh my God. But also, because obviously these people are like clients, I don't want to be like, ah, my mouth, like, so I was just like, I'm fine, I'm fine, like, mm-hmm. like, fuck, where's the ice cream, where's the milk, get it on my throat, where, and I just get, gag load water and, um, got some, like, I think there was some milk or something, and I just, but oh my god, I was like, mate, you could have warned me that there was bloody, that chilly on there, but yeah, that was an excited story, maybe I'll tell some more of these children's party stories every week, cause there is always something that's, you know, happened that's funny, but yeah. Oh, bitch. It's horoscope time, horoscope time, horoscope time. Horoscope time. It's horoscope time, guys. Okay, so today is April the 16th, and it says, You may reminisce today. Perhaps you're thinking about friends and family who live far away. You could feel a bit nostalgic not to be... Dyslexic brain. You could be a bit nostalgic not to mention blue thinking about times long past consider making some phone calls to counteract these feelings if you can't connect with a particular person spend a little time looking through a photo album to bring him or her closer to you um i mean obviously i've spoken about what's happening with my dad um i did ring my mum earlier and just did my little check in um i obviously think about all my friends all the time and hope they're all okay but we're all very busy and you know you can't be messaging everyone every day cuz i think I'm already I'm struggling now. I ain't got time to message everyone every day. If you are my friend, you know I love you. There you go. Um, but yeah, I don't really feel nostalgic. Um, feel pretty good. Um, had a good day. Feeling fine. Bullshit. Oh, bitch. So it's cheapskate Hannah time. So what have I been a cheapskate about this week? Okay, where do I start? <laughs> so i got a reduced cottage pie that i'm having for tea it was in the finest section at lidl um so it was meant to be like four or five pounds and i got it for like one pound 32. there you go love it um obviously i got the rush ticket to great british bake-off if you don't know about rush tickets i'm not going to tell you because i don't want to lose out on getting rush tickets myself because they're very hard to get sometimes um but i'll give you a clue Today, up. Go on there. brush tickets. I'm not completely mean, but there you go. Um, and another cheapskate thing. So I managed a night out in London last night without spending any money. All I paid for was my travel and my entry. Because I'd already pre-drinked. You know, pre-drinks, that's what you want. Put, put my go-go juice, so I have gin, blackcurrant and water. I put it in a little squash bottle. No one ever knows. And it does just smell like gin. Uh, No, it smells like juice. (laughs) Two J words. I'm confused. Well, not J, G and J, but same thing. Um, Yeah. So, cheapskate Hannah has been, you know. Oh, I also had a Nando's voucher, so I used that for my tea, so I didn't have to. Didn't technically pay for any tea. I had a KFC reward, so I've had. Oh God, i have not just had takeaways all week. I Have been cooking, guys. I've been cooking all week. I did a fat meal prep. I've been really good, but. Just this weekend I was like, I'm not gonna spend any I do I don't wanna spend any money, but I wanna eat and I had these vouchers, so you know, gotta do what you gotta do. I'm on all the reward apps. It's how you get freebies. If you like, I've had a free coffee this week, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. Get them freebies. Oh, bitch. So it's now time for Fall Apart Process and Be a Bad Bitch, which you know I do it every week and I do stand by it because I think I I really do trust that, you know, falling apart, processing and then getting back on your ship, being a bad bitch, it is part of life. And if you don't have something like this that makes you, you know, think, how can I get to the next thing when you're feeling so low, then, you, you know, you're not going to get anywhere because you feel very low and you're not, you can't see yourself going from that low spot. Whereas I really, you know... I think that this is a good way of me looking at my life going, you know, okay, that shit happened, what can I do about it, process it, and then, you know, get back on your life, get back doing stuff, because it's just important having a process for yourself, for your mental health, for your relationships, for your friendships, because we're all human beings, right, we're all working, we're all doing so much trying to socialize trying to do everything but it's impossible to do everything I would say to my friends like if you haven't texted me I'm not gonna be like they haven't texted me no 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 because I know that when I meet you everything will be exactly the same we'll be you know just friends like we were before and so it's really important to have some form of process or structure or something in your life that you know just helps you get through those difficult times so obviously I've had quite a difficult time at the minute with obviously my dad's situation. Um, I got back home at the weekend and just sort of was like, oh God, I I really want to just bawl my eyes out and cry that this is happening again. But I didn't feel like I could. I felt like I now have to be the parent. So I did sort of, you know, bottle it and I was pretty much just trying to get through the day and but also put my dad's needs first, which is great. Which is great. I knew that I only had like the weekend there with him. So putting his needs first was just what I needed to do. Um, And then when I got back to London, back to working, um, it sort of then hit me. And I was like, uh, my housemates have been absolutely amazing. They always are. Um, Because I managed to have a really big, good old cry about it. Which I needed to do. It's a release. Crying is a release and we all need it just as much as we need laughter. And... Yeah, I fell apart about it all thinking, why the fuck is this happening again? Like, it's frustrating. But am I going to let myself feel these emotions because I need to? I then decided to process it like, okay, I have felt those emotions. I've dealt with that. Now, how can I get out of this situation? You know, I can ring family members to support him because I'm not there. I can ring up the Mind Charities, see what services are out there for him. Um, I can ring my mental health team and just ask them what they'd recommend. Which, to be honest, I tried all of these and they didn't really get me very far. But I haven't given up on it. I've just gone, okay, it's a bit frustrating. But there will be some form of answer out there. And do you know what? Everything always works out, even when it feels like the hardest time and everything's gone to shit like it does always work out so i'm just trying to remind myself of that so by processing it i'm just seeing what i can do and be helpful but also making sure my housemates reminded me of this making sure that i look after myself as well because that's number one that's the most important if i can't look after myself i can't look after him um so i've been doing everything i love i went to my dance class as you know bloody love it I've been sending energy to my friends, messaging and, you know, trying to keep in touch with people that I um, really respect and appreciate. Trying to organise plans and stuff so I can spend time with people I appreciate. Go and see Bake Off, the musical, because, you know, I love theatre and that's what I'm all about. Watching Below Deck, bloody love Below Deck. And, yeah, just in general doing things that I need to do that make me happy so I can look after myself And realise there's only so many hours in the day. There's only so much I can do. And I'm doing the best I can do. And that's what's important. And being a bad bitch is all of those things that I just said. Going to the theatre. Doing things that I know I love. Doing things that I know that makes me happy. And that is the goal guys. Doing things that make you happy. Don't do things to make other people happy. Do things to make you happy it's not selfish at all if it it's only selfish if you're a dick about it but priority is you mental health you need to make sure that your mental health is great and your physical health and do what makes you happy I can't preach it anymore Um, and that is my final message of the week to look after yourselves to do what you love And if you're not currently doing what you love, if you're, you know, in between things, just know that there's always something around the corner and it could be a better opportunity. There's always something out there. And I really do believe that someone is looking down on us and everything always works out how it's supposed to work out. And on that note, that is the end of this week's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you have an amazing week. And I'm sending lots of love to everybody. Love you all. Bye. Bad peace.